Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 everybody. Happy Thursday. So glad to be back with you guys this week. Um, you know, we still haven't seen those April showers that bring May flowers so much. We're still seeing a little bit of snow. <laughs> and I would gladly take the rain over the snow these days. But uh, anyway, I digress. We've got some fun stuff to get onto tonight. So you know what that means. This program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, as well as a vehicle to drive your goals, like a Mack truck through ice cream, check us out at P4PMuscle.com. And now let's talk. I am Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, and I am missing my... O'Kalin of the O'Patterson clan, um, he's on a little bit of a sabbatical. But don't you worry, we're still going to be here every Tuesday and Thursday evening um, doing what it is that we do. And when I say we, I'm meaning me, but, you know, representing Kalen in spirit until he's back on the airwaves with us all. So uh, next week, you're going to want to be sure to check in. Um, on Tuesday, we are going to be speaking with a representative from a new natural organization. Now, I can't say that they're like brand spanking new, but they're new to me. Um, they're new to us, and odds are they're going to be new to you too. So that's why we're going to be having them on the show so we can continue to spread the word about all of the different opportunities that are in the natural community um, trying to get them to you as fast as we learn about them. Um, if you remember, we had on the AAU, and AAU is an organization that has been around forever and a day, but not everyone knows that they had a natural bodybuilding arm. So this is going to be one of those um, situations. Not necessarily that they've been around forever and a day, but that this organization also has a natural bodybuilding component or arm to it program, whatever it is that we want to call it. And yes, I'm being a little secretive only because you're going to be more inclined to uh, dial in and see who this group is. So I can't give away all of the details tonight. Okay. Okay. So I'm hoping that you will be at the same bat place, the same bat time next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard, 8 p.m. Eastern, and all of those other time zones out there. Um, to find out who this organization is. And then next Thursday, not to be outdone, is that we are finally going to have Jack Halverson on our show. Um, when we were talking about the, um, oh, now the word just escaped my mind, the documentary, thank you, um, with uh, Chris Worth and Jack and Jack Halverson. Um, Jack wasn't able to be with us, but we're finally getting him back on the show. So we're going to get Jack's perspective on the documentary, his competition coming up. If you recall, earlier this week, I was talking about his two-for-one offer that he's put on the table, that all of the overall winners from the NGA USA Natural Championships, he's going to pay their registration for them to make their pro debut at P4P Undefeated Championships in August on the 11th, August 11th, 2018. So just a lot of stuff happening, and we're going to get the deets from Jack. So next week is going to be a big week, going to be a fun week. So hopefully you guys will all be there. And as always, 
Um, we do want to hear from you, and even though Kaylin is on sabbatical for the moment, um, I know several of you are used to messaging him directly on Facebook. You can still submit your questions on Facebook. We just might have to do it a little bit differently. We'll need you to visit P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin and submit your questions there. If you want to send them my way, I will be happy to uh, get them on the air and to continue that conversation there. So, I think that's all of the announcements I have for tonight. So it's time to get started. Um, so tonight's a little bit different. You know, we get on here and we normally talk about overall health and wellness. We talk about being healthy in our sport. Um, we've talked about spiritual health. We've talked about mental health. And now tonight I want to talk about um, a little bit of muscle health and mental health. And the muscle that I'm wanting to talk to tonight is about your brain. Yes, folks, your brain. I don't know if you knew this, but you can actually work out your brain. I know. I know it's crazy, but just like going for a jog to exercise or going into the gym or whatever it is you do for your activity of choice to improve your cardiovascular system, to build your muscles. Reading regularly improves memory function by giving your brain a good workout. So the muscle, I'm calling it a muscle because your brain does a lot of lifting power up there. Now, it may not grow exponentially in size, but I do think it can grow in knowledge, and if we don't regularly feed it, I do believe we do get dumber. I, I think that is just a natural occurrence in life. Now, for you parents out there, your children, you get, you're going to get dumber by the year until they become adults and figure out that you kind of did know what you were talking about uh, when they were younger. So, you know, just work with me here. You you can get smarter on your end of the world. You're not going to get smarter in their eyes yet for a couple more years, but trust me, it's going to happen. Because you know what happened for you? Your parents actually started to get smarter. I think for most of you, maybe not some of you. I know in my case, it happened that way. My mom is a pretty brilliant uh, about this stage in my life. So, But uh, we are going to talk tonight about working that brain um, because, you know, with age comes a decline in memory and brain function. So there are things that you need to do to help slow that process down, keep your mind sharp. And, uh, you know, puzzles are part of that. Doing two-dimensional things with your hand um, can also help increase your brain activity and help you maintain that sharpness. And when I say read, I mean actually like read a book, pick, pick it up, touch the pages, smell it. Don't just put it into your, uh, you know, plug it into your phone or your uh, Kindle or whatever device that you might have. Um, you actually want to pick up a book and read it. Now, if you're in your car a lot and you just can't do that, then audiobooks are great also. But when you get the chance to just do some good old-fashioned reading, you should actually do it. And there are some advantages to that. For one, flipping pages can help you understand what you're reading. When it comes to remembering what you're reading, you're better off um, going with a regular book because it's the feel of the pages under your fingertips that provide your brain with context, which can lead to deeper understanding and better comprehension of what you're reading, according to Wired, Wired Magazine. So to reap the benefits of a good read, you have to opt 
for a book with physical pages. So just a little, just a few little tips there. Now, where am I going with this? I'm actually not going to spend the next several minutes talking about how to make your brain stronger. The, the tip I'm focusing on tonight is reading, but I do want to touch on some books that may be worth your while to check out. Now, the books I'm going to talk about tonight, I have not read all of them. I've read some of them, but I've been doing some research, and uh, these are titles that keep popping up over and over and over again, so I thought I would share. And I wanted to start first with the category of bodybuilding because, you know, that's kind of like what we do, what we focus on, and what we try to share with each of you. So I went to look up, well, first I wanted to determine if there was a category out there for natural bodybuilding and what those top books might be. And unfortunately, I didn't find a whole lot per se yet, but I'm going to keep searching on this, of books that just readily popped up for the most read books for natural bodybuilding. But there were, however, several lists out there of either the most popular or the top books that bodybuilding books that you should read if you are interested in the sport or building muscle or any of the above. So I wanted to share some of those books with you. Um, when I share them, I, as I said, I haven't read all of them. I may not necessarily agree <laughs> with some of the authors that are uh, quote unquote pinning these books or putting them out there. But this is real talk, so I'm just going to give it to you as it is, and these are books that just keep commonly popping up. So if any of you have read any of these um, and you have an opinion of, yes, it really was a great book, no, it wasn't, I like some of it, here's the parts that I didn't like, let us know because I'm interested and I would love to get your reviews and then be able to share that back with our listeners as well. Um, so here we go. Top. 10 books that you should read when it comes to bodybuilding. Number one, and this book has shown up on several lists, so I am going to have to check it out just because my curiosity is, is peaked. The number one book, I know, instead of counting up, I'm counting down, but I think that's okay, is The New Encyclopedia of Modern Bodybuilding by Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bill Dobbins. So um, it, it, this book, and this book is not new. It has been out for over 30 years, but it keeps topping the list of best bodybuilding books to read. Um, apparently, it's full of information spanning the history of bodybuilding to every imaginable exercise and program that you would want to read about. So, of course, I'm going to assume that um, the history of bodybuilding is probably not so much picking up on the history of natural bodybuilding. I'm going to assume that's not there. I don't know for sure, but I'm going to find out. But, uh, you know, if Arnold's got his name on it, I'm sure it's piquing a lot of people's interest. And the reason it's probably been number one on the bodybuilding must-read list for over 30 years. So there you have it. Number one, the new encyclopedia of modern bodybuilding. Number two, this is another book that keeps popping up on multiple lists. It's uh, Jim Stepani's Encyclopedia of Muscle and Strength. So this one does look like a good one from what I'm seeing here. It says that the uh, 
Dr. Stepani backs up everything he says with science, and this book is the culmination of his countless years of research. Not only is this book packed with science-based training, the good doctor also practices what he preaches by boasting a jacked physique himself. And by looking at the cover, he does have a pretty jacked physique uh, book full of training variations, precise exercise selections, and comprehensive programs. This encyclopedia delivers results. Um, I find that claim in and of itself curious. I'm sure it does deliver results to a certain extent if you know how to decipher the information that's in it and apply it to your particular physique. But who am I, who am I to be a naysayer? I'm sure it is chock full of great information and examples. So Jim Stepani's Encyclopedia of Muscle and Strength. And hey, any book that's, gonna, that's going to uh, back its exercise information, nutrition information with science, it's already got a leg up in, uh, in my in my court. So you might want to check that one out. Number three is, here we go. This one is actually for the natural bodybuilder. Um, Natural Bodybuilding Bible by Tyler English. As a natural bodybuilder, Tyler English drops his wealth of knowledge and his collection of years of bodybuilding training, competition, and client, client experience into this comprehensive guide. I don't know how I missed that one earlier because, dude, I was searching natural bodybuilding books every which direction, but I did not see this man's book. And here it is, number three on this list. So awesome. This one for sure I'm going to have to check out. Um, It says he gives plenty of variations and specialized programs that that differ from the traditional bodybuilding fair. Hmm. So uh, evidently he's doing that through experiences of his clients um, with uh, techniques he's used to reshape their bodies the natural way. And that's what we're all about, folks, the natural way, natural bodybuilding Bible. This one I'm going to have to get for sure. Um, Number four, strength training anatomy. And this one I have looked at. It's just a great book that covers several exercises for various parts of the body and gives diagrams of what part of the muscle is being worked as well as um, a pictorial of how to perform the exercise as well as written instructions. So there are complete illustrations, descriptions, all of that great stuff just so as a basic tutorial. If you wanted to, you know, didn't know anything about anything, but you're like, man, I want to work on my shoulders or I want to work on my biceps you could flip to the biceps section of this book and it'll have a bevy of exercises along with the illustrations and the instructions there. So it breaks down every muscle imaginable um, regarding traditional bodybuilding exercises. So it, uh, this one I do like. I have actually seen this one in several gyms. I think it's just a good staple to leave lying around for anyone who wants to flip through it that has a general curiosity or, you know, to be part of their own personal collection. But Strength Training Anatomy by Frederick Delavier. I'm not quite sure. That's how I'm going to pronounce that last name. If anyone has a correct pronunciation, because you know I can kill a name in 10 seconds, um, I'd be happy to have it. Number five, Arnold is back. And this time the book is The Education of a Bodybuilder. 
um, and it's by uh, Arnold and Douglas Kent Hall is his co-writer here. Um, This book falls more in the inspirational category. It does include information on basic bodybuilding programs that Arnold advocates, but it's more useful as a motivational go-to. It's kind of along the lines of his first autobiography where he chronicles his rise to becoming a bodybuilding champion, and he talks about setbacks and triumphs. So, you know, inspirational books are great, and we're actually going to talk more about those a little bit um, in this uh, talk tonight. But there you have one specific to bodybuilding. So that's Arnold, The Educator of a Bodybuilder is the name of that book. And then we have Frederick de Lavier back, and this time he's at number six with de Lavier Women's Strength Training Anatomy Workouts. So after the success of his uh, prior book, Strength Training Anatomy and Strength Training Anatomy for Men, he's revised his basics with a program specifically for women. And uh, much like his uh, first book, this one details many traditional lifts women are interested in. Um, I'm interested if, if what he thinks we're interested in is what women are actually interested in, as well as workout guides um, to put those exercises into practice. So there you go. There's a, a women's strength training anatomy, and there's strength training anatomy for men. He's got both sexes covered there. Number seven, Serious Strength Training by Tudor Bumpa, Mario De Pasquale, and Lorenzo Carnaccia. That's a mouthful. But these three guys... Um, they have kind of more of an academic style book with science behind the training. More importantly, this book is supposed to do a great job of differentiating, style, differentiating styles of training in regard to your goals. So, yes, there is a difference between training for strength and training for mass, and this book tells you the difference. So that in itself is cool because not everybody understands that, and that's one of the crucial differentiators between power lifters and bodybuilders. One is training for strength. Another is training for mass, symmetry, overall visual appeal. Big difference. And that's why the two groups look so different, even though they're both in the gym pounding it out day after day. Um, Number eight, Starting Strength by Mark Ripto and Jason Kelly. Um, This one is not necessarily a bodybuilding book, but evidently Mark Ripto is worth listening to. Um, I guess he's considered a master of proper form function. And so in this book, he outlines the do's and don'ts of real effective barbell training. Um, He's a huge advocate of simple barbell moves and believes it's the ultimate functional tool utilizing such moves as a squat, overhead press, and deadlift. So focusing on form, I'm already a fan of what this book has the potential to represent because good form is so, so, so important. And even if you're not lifting a lot of weight, if you have spot on form, you're still going to see so many benefits and results um, from your strength training program. So and it'll put you in a position to continue to increase the amount of strength that you are lifting and to do so safely. So that may be a really great book to check out. It's called Starting Strength. Mark Ripto and Jason Kelly are the authors of that one. Number nine is uh, 
Pumping Iron, The Art and Sport of Bodybuilding. This is by Charles Gaines and George Butler. Um, And evidently it was a docudrama um, originally. And the book is also full of stories and anecdotes from an outsider's viewpoint um, in bodybuilding and across bodybuilding history. So evidently in this book, Rare photos and destinations um, were included that weren't included in the movie, and uh, another inspirational, another inspirational book. Um, Arnold is on the cover, so I'm gonna assume there's gonna be some stories of Arnold in this one too. Um, and this tenth book, this tenth book I've seen on a couple of different lists that I was looking at as far as must reads. But uh, they were different lists for different categories and different reasons. So I've actually read this book, and I find it very interesting that it is listed in the top bodybuilding books that folks should read. And this is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change by Stephen R. Covey. Um, and do, do any of you guys remember when Covey took the world by storm and there were seminars everywhere and there were like Covey stores where you could just go in and buy nothing but planners and tools to organize your life and that was the whole store. I mean, this man swept the country by wave, storm, all of the above, and his book is still one of the best sellers to this day. I mean, there's over a minimum 25 million copies sold, probably more than that. But um, this book made it on the bodybuilding list because um, the off the uh, editors of this compilation, um, or at least one of the reviews that I saw, just says it's a it's a staple when it comes to self self improvement in any facet of life. So. In a simple step-by-step style, The Seven Habits has stood the test of time as a highly effective tool for organizing, prioritizing, and focusing on your life as a whole. How could that not improve your bodybuilding success? And this book is, it is a good read. It's been several years since I've read it, but I feel like I need to go back and uh, dust off my copy and flip through the pages again and, uh, and check that out. So there you have their um, top 10 bodybuilding books that you should read. And I will be sure to uh, post these lists on Midwest Muscle as well so you guys have access to that if you are not able to take notes. But uh, I, you know, just very intrigued. There are several of these books that I'm going to uh, be checking out. Um, the next list that I'm going to go over here, this is about motivational books. And it is, um, I'm only going to go over five because there are a million and one motivational books out there. But uh, here are supposed to be the top five for 2018. So this is relatively a uh, a fresh list. Um, the, uh, the number five book, I'm actually going to count up this time because we were just talking about it. But still to this day, the fifth most popular motivational book or most read for this year is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Um, it, and so it's still, it's still holding its weight in all of the books that are published every year. So um, here's a quote that goes along with that book. It says, sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character, 
so a character reap a destiny. And you can totally apply that to bodybuilding, folks. You can apply that to any aspect of life. But, you know, it all begins, everything begins in your head. And that's a lot of times the Bible says, be careful what you see, be careful what you hear, be careful what you allow in your mind, because once it becomes a thought, and if you harbor that thought, then your thoughts become action. And Stephen Covey is right. Reap a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. So make sure what you're putting in is helping you churn out something positive. So there you are, number five. So we're counting down the top five uh, must-read motivational books for 2018. Um, Number four is Win Bigly by Scott Adams, uh, Persuasion in a World Where Facts Don't Matter. Woo! Um, And this book actually has a slant um, towards politics and the persuasions that were used in helping Trump um, win his election. But this book is not necessarily about politics. When Bigley goes beyond politics, I guess as a category, to look at persuasion tools you can use to succeed. So it's not about the politics, but it's using politics as a guide to talk about persuasion tools you can use to succeed. So in addition to pointing out the skills um, that Trump put to work for him in his election, um, the author also finds motivation in Steve Jobs and his decision to invest in Apple. So there are a lot of, it sounds like, powerful examples in this book. Um, So Win Bigly by Scott Adams, Persuasion in a World Where Facts Don't Matter. So that might be one to uh, check out there. Um, Number three is Captivate by Vanessa Van Edwards. It's called The Science of Succeeding with People. So Vanessa Van Edwards is a regular motivational speaker. Uh, She's also a motivational author and a self-proclaimed hacker of human behavior and a researcher of the hidden forces within. So in her book, Evidently, we will find secrets, various secrets, but also systems and shortcuts to improve communication at home and at work, as well as in other social situations. Um, these lessons are not are supposed to not be like the ones we've heard in school or life. Um, <clears throat> this book is being positioned as the first and perhaps only real manual with unique ideas that build connections with people. So a quote pulled from the book is, if you want to go fast, go alone together. And that is not original to Vanessa Van Edwards, I don't believe, but I would have to look that one up. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've seen that before, but maybe I've seen it and didn't realize that she was the one who said it. So I will have to (laughs) check that out. Um, Number two, here's a name that a lot of you, I'm sure, have heard, and maybe some of you have even been to his seminars. Number two is Unshakable by Tony Robbins, your financial freedom playbook. So this is just one of many self-help books that Robbins has written. Um, In this book, he's using what he's learned from interviews with 50 of the greatest financial minds in the world and he's pulled them all together to demonstrate how you can rise over success 
and return with a much stronger playbook. So you can, you can, if you've achieved success, you can still go even further beyond that and have a much stronger playbook to get there. So um, I'm reading this verbatim here. If you read Unshakable, you're about to become a part of a journey that allows you to get the financial freedom you always wanted. This is a motivational book that transforms the financial understanding and potentially the life of the reader, regardless of the starting point or salary. Now, those are some big shoes to fill if a book actually changed the life of the reader, regardless of their starting point or salary. I don't know. That might be enough to get me to read it. A quote from the book, I can tell you the secret to happiness in one word. He says progress. I don't know that I agree with that one word. So I, if anybody checks that out, let me know. I'm not, I'm not convinced I'm going to read that one yet, but it could be, it could be a possibility. So, and, so here we go. The number one book on the top five motivational books you must read in 2018 is The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Transform your life, work, and confidence with everyday courage. So evidently in this book, um, Mel Robbins is going to tell you or introduce you to a tool that will take you five seconds and that will help you turn into the best version of yourself. Things that I love. I love about motivational books. Every one of them can turn you into the best version of yourself. But I'm pretty sure there is something in every motivational book that, if you put it into practice, can help you become a better version of yourself. But I think it has to be a lot of those tools or tips put into practice consistently over time, um, all working together. I don't know that there's any one book that can that can just turn it all around, um, except for maybe the Bible. But that's just my thought. But you know what? Who am I to say? Mel Robbins is um, an author that's also had a TED Talk, and uh, it's been viewed by more than 12 million people. I can't say that I've had 12 million of anything view or listen to anything that I've done. So hats off to Mel Robbins. So here's the crux of the book. It says, hesitation is the kiss of death. You might hesitate for just a nanosecond, but that's all it takes. That one small hesitation triggers a mental system that's designed to stop you. And it happens in less than, you guessed it, five seconds. So to overcome hesitation and to move beyond your mental system that is naturally designed to stop you in less than five seconds, that's what you're going to find out in The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins. So there you have it, folks. There are several books there that I think would be great fodder to exercise that brain of yours. Um, and But I'm not done quite yet because I have three books of my own that are personal favorites that I think are worth uh, checking out. Um, very simple reads, easy reads. Um, I don't know that they're necessarily going to make anyone's top 10 list anymore, but I still enjoy them immensely. Um, And one of those books is Who Moved My Cheese? Um, That book has been out for 
several years. I mean, I'm trying to think now. I'm not even sure how many years it's been out now, but more than 10, um, a lot longer than that. But I think it's one that still has a lot of valuable insights into it, and it is one of the shortest books that you are ever going to read that has just so much packed into it, um, depending on how much you you actually put into absorbing. So the uh, author is uh, Spencer Johnson. It's Who Moved My Cheese, and it's basically a book about change and how to cope with change and results of not dealing with change at all and avoiding whatever the situation is and thinking it's just going to go away or growing with the change and using it to your advantage. So great book, Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Um, Two other books that are on my top ten list are Becoming a Person of Influence, and The 21 Most Powerful Minutes in a Leader's Day. Both of these are by uh, John C. Maxwell. They are, I would say, almost more of a um, Christian devotional, if you will. The books are broken up into daily lessons, so it's very bite-sized reading. Um, you can spend, if you don't have a lot of time, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and not even that much sometimes, in um, reading each segment, becoming a person of influence outlines different um, leadership styles based on um, characters in the Bible. I shouldn't say characters, but individuals in the Bible and using their stories and picking apart um, different leadership principles and how these individuals um, demonstrated that in their lives and the decisions they made and the actions that they took. Both of them are are really good. Um, So if becoming a more positive person, becoming more of a leader or becoming a better leader is of interest to you, I highly recommend both of those books, Uh, Becoming a Person of Influence and 21 Most Powerful Minutes in a Leader's Day, both of those by John C. Maxwell. Um. And so those are the books that I wanted to cover with you folks today. I realize I've been doing an awful lot of talking. Um, This is not our usual Q&A scenario that we generally have, um, but we will definitely have more of that next week as we have our uh, other guests on the show. And, um, you know, as people get more accustomed to being able to submit questions in other ways, Hopefully that continues on, but uh, I do miss hearing from you guys, so please do continue to share your thoughts, and you can do that at P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin, or you can always look me up on Facebook myself, Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, and uh, feel free to message me. As long as you have, a, you know, a legitimate and respectful question, um, and what I mean by legitimate, nothing that has to deal with my dating status and my or you know things that just are not appropriate. You know what they are. But if you want to talk about bodybuilding advice, the books we just talked about, recipes, nutrition, I don't care. Whatever it is you want to talk about, um, I'm happy to do that. So feel free to uh, reach out. Um, but again, we will be back on Tuesday. I will be back on Tuesday with our guests. And uh, we're going to keep rocking and rolling, folks. So I hope you guys have had a fantastic week to this point. 
Um, we got one more day, TGIF, and then it is the weekend. So I am also wishing you a very blessed weekend at that. So on behalf of myself, Kaylin, and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple. Let's build your brain along with your body, and uh, let's go get it done. Have a great night, and we'll chat soon.